0: Corpus play, Give him a
1: shotgun
0: to please his mind Give them, well, a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road And Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas, I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas, I want to see how far this country goes.
1: Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the outdoor zone with TJ and Cody Ryan live from the bunkhouse. A place
0: of my head and I'm going. Just as fast as my feet can Come away, come away, you keep going.
2: Alright, welcome back. It's the outdoor zone, and we are live here in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm TJ Granny. That's Cody Ryan. Beefsteaks in the house. Oh, yeah. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure everything works. Just want to thank you for being here. Hey, don't forget if you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Kidsoutdoorzone.com. We'll help you get everything started, all the materials you need to get a hunting and fishing ministry started in your church. Uh, This is the number one outdoor show on radio, and you know, we love to invite our friends in the industry on the show and really get some behind-the-scenes information. We had Mm -hmm. uh, Matt McPherson from Matthew's uh, Archery on the show. We had... Uh, cj buck on the show from buck knives and we're blessed this week to have eric suarez on the show with us from remington an american oh, icon yeah. mm-hmm. and uh so we uh, he's calling in to the show today and i just want to say good morning eric are you in huntsville alabama this morning yes i am all right we love alabama i'm gonna be in alabama tomorrow i'm speaking tuesday night at an event in alabama so, Oh, very nice so, hey, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what's going on right now with Remington. And we've had some ups and downs over the years, but, man, I'm so excited to see some of the stuff I see uh, coming up um, and coming out of Remington now. What What is going on? What's the most current news on Remington and what you guys have going on?
3: Well, like you said, we've had some ups and downs. Uh, we went through the refinancing um, earlier this year. We're through that now. And, um you know, we've got quality people making quality product, and um, we're just looking forward to the, the rest of 2019. We've got a, a bunch of new guns out. We just came out with our new V3 Turkey Pro, which we released at SHOT Show, and everyone's been getting a bunch of turkeys with them this, this spring, so that's been great to see. Um, this fall, we'll have some new V3 Waterfowl Pros. So uh, just guns specifically made for for those events and tailored to those types of hunters and shooters.
2: Man, I love that because uh, you know, the Turkey fanatics, they get pretty particular and, and they love that Remington, that new Remington. And I know the Waterfowl guys, those those guys are really uh obsessive, compulsive about how their guns shoot and um so you guys are doing. You go. You're going in the right direction. Uh, taking care of the right guys. What uh, as far as the gun industry right now? Are we? How are gun sales going? Are we? Is gun? Are gun sales good right now? Are we? Or because uh, uh, there was a point a couple of years ago where it was over the top. I mean, gun sales were crazy good. I would think they're good right now.
3: They're they're decent. They're definitely not what they were a couple of years ago. Um, as the ebbs and flows of the political climate kind of changes the gun sales go with it. So right now, um, politically people aren't feeling the need. They're not feeling pressure to go out and just to to buy the next thing. They're not feeling like, uh, things are going to just get uh, the carpet getting taken out from underneath them right now. So, uh, you know, that's uh, affecting the gun industry because they feel like when they're ready to go make a purchase, they can just go out and get what they want or need. Um, it's not like it was a couple of years ago people were very uncertain and maybe in the future things will get a little bit more uncertain and uh and the buying will just start happening at a rapid rate again but time will tell
2: yeah we everybody went crazy for a while i, I have to admit you know hand up i was i was somebody who was making sure i had some uh you know i was very tactical in purchasing certain firearms that i wanted to make sure i you know, had access to. So what is for Remington? What are your top three best sellers that are, what are your, your iconic, you know, staples for Remington?
3: For Remington proper. I mean, we're talking Remington 700, which has been around for, for mm-hmm. decades. Mm-hmm. You know, the 870 has been around for 70 plus years. Um, and then for us third, uh, we also own Marlin and Marlin is, Super popular right now. Everyone is getting into the lever guns. If they haven't, we just released the new Barland Dark series. So it's kind of it's blending the tradition with the new.
4: That's that so, uh, thirty thirty, right?
3: Yeah, but, we came but, out with it with a thirty thirty and then um we also released the eighteen ninety five, the forty five seventy version. Oh so, uh both both cool. guns come with a sixteen and a quarter inch threaded barrel, all fully parkerized, black stock and forend. It comes with a paracord um, lever, comes with a paracord stock, excess sight rail. Um, just a just a very cool gun that's that really fills niches ar- all the way across the board.
2: Who who gets to I want I want to be in on this deal. <laughs> who gets to to do the design work? Who comes cuz those are really over the top cool guns. And, uh, is it, I guess it's a real art to be a gun designer, somebody who you guys really have to invest a lot in, in having people, you know, come up with the next, like the, the new duck gun coming out, you really had to spend some time with duck hunters and you have to have some great designers and it, it takes a lot to come out with a, with a new idea on a firearm, doesn't it?
3: It does. It starts with looking at the marketplace and finding out what need isn't being filled. Then our product managers go back and they come up with a business case. And then really it it starts with uh, myself on the PR side, getting with some trusted writers within the industry, find out, Hey, is this niche being filled or not? How can we improve upon it? And then it, sit, and then it comes back to us sitting down at a table at, at Remington and saying, Hey, this is the ideas I have. And we go around the table and, um, hey, if you were going to buy this gun as a, as a shooter or a hunter, what, what needs to go into it in order for you to buy this gun? And um, that's how it kind of starts. Our designers go back and our engineers rework through the problems. And um, at the end, everyone goes out and we do extensive testing and shooting on these firearms to make sure that they're reliable. And it is what we want it to be. And if it's not, we go back to the drawing board and make changes. And if it, uh, if it hits all the wickets like the Dark Series did, then uh, everyone's super excited, and we launch it, and I mean, it's gotten rave reviews, and everyone's super excited.
4: And that's why we buy Remington. Now, yeah, oh, man, it right there. I just uh, so what is the
2: uh, for um, for you guys? What is your outlooks? Uh, so I've been an outdoor journalist for thirty years. I, I, I track with you know how you guys are managing, and and you know the media for us. Y- you know as well as I do that uh, the newspaper writer that we used to rely on that you know we all had our gigs at the newspapers and uh we still have great magazines out there but there's some young influencers out there there's young people coming out now that are it's a different style and the the way that you're having to get the information out there's new new forms of information out there online and instagram and bloggers and um, how are you guys managing those? Are you finding that there's there's good young people out there that are advocates for shooting sports and and uh, the Remington products?
3: Absolutely. And it's, um, like you're saying, it's things are evolving almost daily. Um, just a short time ago, I mean, no one was really on Instagram, and now everyone's posting multiple times a day. And um, it is a challenge to find who is going to be next, but it's almost – it's almost like caliber. New calibers are coming out every week. What do you put your money behind yeah. in in tooling and everything else? We do the same thing on my side with the writers. I try to really balance out traditional editorial and magazines because there's a demographic that really still only read magazines. And then how do we cross that with the new age of everyone in their smartphones and on social media and what influencers or digital uh, earned media? Do I go after writers in that aspect? So um, we, when I, when a new gun comes out, I look at, Hey, how many samples do I have? What's my time frame to that season? Cause obviously you want things to come out prior to the season. And then how can I gain coverage for my product in that light? So um, to your point, uh, I met a, a young lady, she's 14. She lives up in uh, Tennessee. Her dad has, her and her dad have been working with Remington for the last few years. And um, she just did the double Grand Slam in one year with Remington V3. So we work with her. and I'm No, really that's so of. good. Oh, man, it's amazing. And this girl's 14. She's got two younger sisters. They shoot 6'5 Creedmoors, 308s. They've hunted all over the country. Her dad used to be an outfitter, so has an end in, in the industry that way. But just super wholesome, great family. Um something that you really want to get behind. I mean, Remington's a family name. Um, in this instance, you know, their whole family is involved. Um, they got them involved early, they're, and they're they're knocking down turkeys left and right, and she sends <laughs> me pictures all the time, which we repost. You know, she's got her V3 out there and smiling as big yeah, as you Yeah, you know? that,
2: <laughs> that is so good. So going into that, the whole – are you familiar with the whole R3 movement and the whole R3 program? yes okay
3: familiar as others but yes sir
2: so one of the things that we are so passionate about here on on this show and and in the program that we do we train men all across the country to use hunting and fishing as an outreach tool we we put guns we put remington 22s and and uh, marlins and stuff in the boys' hands and show them how to use firearms properly. And do you guys do anything specific that is reaching out to the youth? I I, I mean, you kind of just told me you do by having a – you know, showing that incredible 14-year-old girl. Uh, Are there any other – projects or anything else that you guys do i mean we 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 believe a 22 caliber rifle is an absolute must to start every kid's shooting experience
3: yeah absolutely uh, this year we've kind of i won't say go back to the basics but um clay and trap shooting is getting big now in certain high schools across yep. the country yep. so we do have a program yep. for those uh schools to reach back and get whether it's they need shotguns or, or ammo or whatever at a discounted rate for their program. Um, we are working specifically with the Boy Scouts of America for 22 uh, rifles going into the fall, which will be a, a pretty big deal for us. But again, I mean, you know, when I was a kid, I did Boy Scouts for a few years, and that's what you did. I went to the Boy Scouts because I got to shoot, and I got to, <laughs> to shoot a bow, and I got to learn things outside, and um, there is a, a pretty big... Um, it's not going away and we're definitely want to be part of it going towards the future.
2: Well, Eric, um, we're got to go into a break here. I just want to tell you thank you so much for coming on the show and representing Remington. You know, we're we're uh, huge fans of the brand. And what you guys represent to us as outdoorsmen as shooting in the shooting sports. We we love the four H shooting sports programs and all the other programs out there and that you guys are supporting them means a lot to us as well. And so thank you, Eric Suarez and, and tell everybody back at Remington uh we love you guys, and we want to see you as much as we can. And, hey, I saw you were out. It looked like you were dove hunting with the, that Model 870 TAC-14. Last year, yes, we were. <laughs> I saw that. We, we were laughing in there going, like, he's out there hunting With the short with barrel. The. That was so good. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, I took a bunch of riders' death hunting last year to Texas. Uh, uh-huh. One of the riders brought
3: his that I had sent him, and uh, we were like, man, we got to try this on clays first before we go do this live. <laughs> so uh, we spent some time on the clay range, and uh, once we got down and pretty comfortable and knew our, our limits, um, we went out and we, we were each able to take two. So it was a it was an experience for
2: sure. That is so much fun. Yeah. Well, uh, hey, Eric, we appreciate you, brother. and we're gonna keep in touch with you and and make sure that uh, what, what we need to do next is get you down here to Texas to try some Remington products on some of our hogs and oh yeah,
4: we'll uh, take you out. We know where they are.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: no problem. I'd
3: love to come down.
2: All right. well, hey, Eric, thank you very much. We'll talk soon thank you. eric suarez with remington firearms man what what an incredible icon american icon oh yeah remington is uh
4: 870s oh my you can't i, I, mean, have, I have we two put two them, them in the youth models right yeah that's, that's what the
2: kids use
4: for for us right when yeah. you graduate up to it right when you finally get to the point where you're like i need a real gun that shoots correctly all the time Sun
2: Automotive, everyone at every point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. There's no need to go to the dealer for maintenance or repairs any longer. Sun Auto Mechanics can service all your car new car needs at one of their shops with ASE-certified technicians. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week, sunautoservice.com, sunautoservice.com. They have locations at 405 West Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivalry Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620, sunautoservice.com. Coming up next,
5: your Peter Report, your Armed Citizens Report, and so much more. It's the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. It's The Outdoor Zone. Catch us on iTunes or 24 7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com.
2: I'm EverStar Pro Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoors Zone. Fish on.
0: Up this morning before the sun. Fixed me some coffee and a uh, honey bun. Jumped in the pickup. Gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch.
2: All a right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the Bunkhouse, number one outdoor show on radio. Just off the ramp. Here's the notice that the anti uh, to the antis and terrorists, us Bunkhouse boys and our ranch hands. We don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, PETA, terrorist, or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. You ran a chance to keep us informed by riding the trail with us all week long on theoutdoorzone.com. Now, Maxwell Center, Bigger savings, more inventory, and thousands of new Ram trucks all month long. Thousands off. New Ram trucks all month long during the Bigger Things sales event at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Like the 2019 Motor Trend Truck of the Year, the Ram 1500. Uh, now Maxwell Supercenter is holding its Memorial Day sales event. They've knocked thousands of dollars off tons of cars on their lot, and there's more to come every day. Not only will you get some of the best prices of the season, but you'll get the legendary service that awarded them the 2019 customer first service award memorial day sales events now on with super center size selection and savings at the number one chrysler dodge jeep ram sales leader in central texas Nile maxwell super center 620 and 183 in austin or visit them online at nyle maxwell now it's time for this week's PETA report They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals, too. They taste great. You know, our buddy Eric uh, Suarez over there at Remington was just talking about turkey season. Mm-hmm. And turkey season's just wrapping up. And uh, and I, I have to say, I've... I've never really been a big fan of Jimmy Carter, former president. Mm -hmm. I mean I liked Until now. He's a
5: peanut farmer.
2: He's a he's (laughs) a farmer farmer. like like Cody Ryan. he's He's a farmer like Cody Ryan.
4: Christian farmer, yeah.
2: And he's a good guy, but his political views were askewed if they were put next to mine. But Uh, I have to love this. Former President Jimmy Carter's main concern after undergoing hip surgery, so he fell on Monday, had uh, failed to kill, he had, uh, after undergoing his hip surgery was he'd fail to kill maximum allowed number of turkeys this hunting season. Uh A thought that earned him condemnation from animal rights group Uh PETA. The Carter Center announced the injury on Monday, saying Carter fell as he was leaving to go turkey hunting. <laughs> Carter said his main concern is that turkey season is ending this week and he's not reached his limit. <laughs> he hopes the state of Georgia will allow him to roll over the unused limit to next year. Unlikely, <laughs> uh, unlikely. Like all of us. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get all my deer. Yeah, right? i got a those hip surgery, next year. Yeah. Ingrid Newkirk, cuckoo, cuckoo, <laughs> cuckoo. Peter President told Washington Free Beacon it was disappointing to learn the Nobel Peace Laureate enjoys killing animals who feel pain just as he does. It's disappointing to learn that Mr. Carter, a Nobel Peace Prize laureate, spends some of his free time killing turkeys who feel pain and... Who feel fear and pain just as he does. Mm -hmm. Peter urges the former president to oppose speciesism, a human supremacist worldview, (laughs) and consider working to protect sentient sentient beings who simply want to be left in peace rather than destroying
4: them. Mm, Genesis. Let's read from the book of Genesis. Mm -hmm. Right now, go Uh, on.
2: Let's see. Uh, PETA is an outspoken critic of hunting, arguing that it no longer need, is no longer needed for human survival as it was in prehistoric days because meat is now available at the grocery store. You don't have to kill anything.
4: <laughs> That's right. Nothing gets killed for, before the grocery store, right?
2: PETA yeah. has sent uh, – here's another one. PETA sent an urgent letter to Torrance City Managers, Torrance, California, City manager, police chief, and city council members requesting that they cancel plans to trap and kill coyotes as early as this fall, pointing out that the city has unreasonably delayed responding to fully two months' worth of requests for public records in violation of the California public record. Anyway, so Torrance, California, like many cities, have
4: a huge problem with their coyotes. It's funny because this is a whole pet thing. And someone right? People are concerned about their pets, which PETA is supposedly concerned about. No, no, no. And not. now someone's they're on not the other concerned side about your pets. So, which is more important, the coyote or the pet?
2: Well, and <laughs> it's funny too because you go online and really you'll see bad if you had a pet coyote. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> It'd be uh, it's really funny because you see the. Uh, the coyotes in these videos come, you know, backyard videos, home cam videos, and stuff where they're getting in people's backyards and snagging their little dogs and their cats and, and, uh, and running off with. They'll see them, you know, have yeah. a, f- a picture of them running across the front yard with little, you know, little dog fluffy. with a collar <laughs> yeah. on. And, uh, and that's what they do. And that's why, and, and they'll attack you. They tried to attack our former governor, you know, he had to. Shoot at them, but well,
5: in in mid December, a hunting contest held in central Arizona for the eleventh year in a row. Uh, the event emphasized the goal. It was called the Santa Slay Coyote Tor- Tournament in Arizona. Oh. Santa Slay Coyote <laughs> Tournament. It might have been the contest final year. The Arizona Game and Fish Commission is now considering banning the Santa Clay Slay, Santa Slay, and. Other private run derbies.
2: S-L-A-Y? S-L-A-Y, yes. (laughs) Uh, And other
5: private run derbies that target predators and animals typically hunted for their fur, while coyote hunting would remain legal year round with no bag limits. A proposed rule would draw the line at doing it for
2: competition. I just. What is. What's the. What's your sister's boyfriend going to do on the weekends if he can't go out and have, get into a predator gun? I just don't understand if... Uh,
5: I just don't understand that... Uh, I mean, what's the difference? It's going to be no bag limits and open year-round. So what if you throw in a few bucks to go try and kill the most it's coyotes? Ju- what's it's, the difference?
2: It's the pressure from... from you know, this whacked out society that think there's that it's, it's, it's an, and it's an emotional uh, decision, not a, uh, scientific calculated yeah. decision. Right. It's just based on emotion. Yeah. And yeah. And so the story of our life. Well,
4: you know, every time that we get into a discussion with uh, kids, moms, or the way they talk about, you know, Oh, about animals, you know, a, a discussion. Very pointed with principles and driving uh, core values. Always comes out where they go, huh, I never thought about that before.
2: Austin's hottest. You know what I mean? Yep. Austin's hottest new restaurant, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Our amazing friends at Shore are serving regional coastal cuisine. (laughs) Combining flavors flavors from Texas. And you know what? They have a uh, Saturday and Sunday um, restaurant. not buffet. Brunch. brunch. Yes, they have a brunch. So you can go to brunch there today. It's perfect. Don't miss the fabulous desserts either. Spiced chocolate cake, key lime tartlet, le- le- tres leche, summer cheesecake, and house-made ice creams and sorbets. Owners Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider invite you to join them at Shore. Located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill, ShoreATX.com, and go get you some. Hey, today's a perfect day for it.
5: Armed Citizens Report coming up next. Then we'll wrap up the number one outdoor radio show in Texas, live right here every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. You can catch us on iTunes at The Outdoor Zone and 24 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood
0: Brothers,
1: this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack em and stack them, would you?
5: Hi, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. And if you're like me, you're always looking for the best. Where's the best vacation spot? Where's the best food in town? Heck, we even have best friends. So why not drive the best? Well you can with a new Honda. For your style and sophistication, try the 2019 Honda Accord LX, one of Car & Driver's 10 Best. It features a push start button, heads up display, and of course my favorite Honda Sensing. Honda, suite of safety and driver assisted features like lane assist, collision protection, and road departure. Or if you want more out of your midsize SUV, there's the 2019 Honda Pilot, named 2019 Best of the Year among the midsize SUVs, according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Standard with Honda Sensing, a suite of safety and driver-assisted features. So if your envy drives you, drive a Honda. And test drive the perfect Honda today from your Central Texas Honda dealers. Car and driver January 2019. For more information, visit Kelly Blue Books, kbb.com. Kelly Blue Books is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Company, Incorporated.
2: Welcome back, Ranch Hands. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor radio show on uh, right here on the Outdoor Zone radio network, available live here on Sundays or 24-7-365 at outdoorzone.com. Aldo Leopold said, I am glad I will not be young in a future with wilderness. It is up to us to train the next generation of outdoor men and women. Don't sit on the back row, stand and fight, give the give to the Kids Outdoor Zone, land, cash, vehicles, boats, or start a group in your church. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com to donate. K-O-Z, no kid. Left inside. Now it's time for your Armed Citizen Report.
5: Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth.
2: This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Late one evening in Durkee, Oregon, a husband and wife noticed a strange car parked in the driveway of a house their neighbors reside in periodically. Curious, the woman called her neighbors to check with them. Discovering the house was supposed to be empty, the woman's husband retrieved his shotgun and headed to the neighbor's house. (laughs) <laughs> he found two trespassers and ordered them to leave while he had held them at gunpoint until the deputies arrived. The trespassers were ter- determined to have been squatters mm. from California. Probably. Armed Citizen Extra, a valid concealed carry permit holder, shot a carjacker who demanded his keys at gunpoint after a man in a Volkswagen rear-ended a man in a BMW in Chicago one Friday. The man in the BMW got out to assess the damage before returning to his car to get his cell phone. The Volkswagen driver then got out and proceeded to walk up, armed with the firearm, to the other driver and push him into the BMW. Both men were inside the BMW when the vehicle's original driver was able to retrieve his own gun and shoot the attempted carjacker in the head.
4: Score: Good guy one, bad guy
2: zero. Get this: Sam
5: Nichols was out in the fields in Auburn, Alabama, when his wife told him uh, got a call from the sheriff's department uh, in Greene County, Georgia. So he's in Alabama, he got a call from Georgia. A yeah, couple,
2: there's a bunch of those right on the line. Yeah.
5: Well, a couple that had gone fishing uh caught a bag, like a handbag, containing two guns and a gold fratern and gold fraternity and sorority pins that had been turned into him. After some uh investigating authorities had good reason to believe the pins belonged to Nichols' parents, stolen during a burglary in nineteen ninety-three. Oh, too cool! We're pretty amazed the pins were found after 26 years. Everybody had forgotten about it. Nichols told uh, CNN the detectives tracked them down after looking at the engraved engraving on one of the pins that said his dad's name. His dad had passed away in 1982, so they sent him back to uh, Nichols. So they had uh, two hand. So you're <laughs> fishing you set the hook you go oh i got one and then all of a sudden you're like well he's not fighting very good and you're reeling a handbag that has two (laughs) guns and a fraternity and a sorority pin i mean Uh, that's a pretty good find did they
2: get the guns too
5: yeah well i don't know if they got i don't think they got to keep the guns but who
4: who can why not
2: Obviously, they belong to...
5: At least one of the guns was stolen during a different burglary in
2: 1993. Oh, okay.
5: Neither weapon belonged to the Nichols family.
2: Oh, okay. Well, you just answered my question, then. Thank you? So
4: why were they in a handbag?
5: Mm.
2: Hey, ranch hands. A purse. Ranch hands. We're going to be out at the Flies and Flame Expo. I'm going to be out at Flies and Flame Expo. It's today. Doors open at 11 at Star Hill Ranch. Come out there and uh, there's all kinds of food. There's cool booths. Beefsteak. Do Man. you know what? that there is a mobile cigar lounge oh. that is gonna be out there? You're drawing me in. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over there and personally make sure they <laughs> introduce myself and <laughs>
4: Hey, maybe they could be a sponsor on the show and give us some material and something to check Research out. Research material. We could have a cigar of the month and a know, Remington club.
2: gun with a Matthews bow and a buck knife. That'd
4: be perfect. It man. sounds like the a ranch. The perfect thing. You outfit ranch hands that way. You know they get so to you, a certain level. Hey,
2: you ranch hands, come out there and see me, please. Let me know if you're if you're going out there. Uh, I'd love to to meet y'all and find out uh, who you are and. Well, I'd really like to work on uh, building our community with all y'all out come there. Come anyway, TJ
4: on the back. I thought it was AustinFlyAnglers.com.
2: AustinFlyAnglers.com. Where, where is Just it again? Google it on. It's Star Ranch. Star Ranch off of uh, Hamilton Pool Road. Just cool. AustinFlyAnglers.com and it'll get you everything you need. AustinFlyAnglers.com. Please come out there and hang out with me.
5: I love this list of reasons why your venison doesn't taste good.
4: Well, you should finish the words on it. No, it's, it's, huh?
5: no we're regulated here. Number one. <laughs> oh, tastes uh, like. AG double hockey giggle, giggle. stick. Yeah, there we <laughs> <I> go. <laughs> Twelve <laughs> reasons why your <laughs> venison doesn't taste good. Uh, so number nice. one is poor field care. Well, We know that, you know, uh, getting dirt on the meat. Hair is the biggest one, I think hair on your well, meat d- d- on your d- d- hair i can get i, I you can, can get, get off but dirt dirt doesn't come Mm-mm. off Mm-mm. and well that hair doesn't come off either said that,
4: mm.
2: that scaly
5: stuff on the outside but you, you
4: can wash it and i mean you can get it
2: you just it off. is best to keep it clean and i can tell you because my butcher grover at johnny g's grover johnny g says we can only do so much in cleaning the meat you and and butchers will do this what you take them is what they fix for you you take them, you know, dirty venison. I've had them turn. When I, on our very first hunting trip, yeah, we killed a deer or two. Yeah. And I'm we had no days. idea what we were doing. <laughs> and we, Speak they, for
5: yourself, were, I had read plenty oh my of outdoor so magazines. So he was, he was very well <laughs> Before read.
2: YouTube, right? And <laughs> yeah. And uh and we took it to Johnny G's and they said no I can't we can't process this for you it's got too much stuff on it. I thought well they'd just clean it up and they'll make it pure.
4: And so <laughs> yeah. we had
2: to go back and you know we had to cut out, you know cut off and so we ended up having to butcher it ourselves which is not what we wanted to do but learned a big lesson Keep right there clean. and we are sticklers about I I am a stickler about the way my pro- my meat goes. One I'm I'm a stickler about is
5: uh, failure or keeping it cool, cooling it quickly. Yep, yep. A failure. You know, there's there's times guys say, oh, just let it hang, just let it hang. Well, yeah, it may be cool outside, but if the sun's bearing down, that actually, you know how the sun, it can be 62 outside, but if the sun's straight on you you know, it's Texas, not get 62. And another more, thing yeah.
2: that, that I quit doing was I used to throw everything in a big, heavy-duty garbage bag and tie it shut, but that conceals the body warmth. And so now what I do is I just throw it in an ice chest and I put ice on top of it and I let it bleed out. I let it get all up in there. And I used to worry about water on it or any of that stuff, but I don't anymore. I want it cooling down, I hope. And, and when you elk hunt, yeah. You know, you would got you prop open the chest cavity with some spur, uh, fir tree branches and stuff till you can get it all out of the woods. And yeah, so. it's a,
5: it's it's interesting that uh how times have changed. Where we used to, you know, field dress the deer and throw a uh, bag of ice in the cavity and keep it in the back of the truck till after the evening hunt. You know, yeah, times are changing. We we cool not it. that much Some I, mean, we, I still
4: i'm sure so everybody much. knows this but water jugs you know those long ones with the handles on them you know they're like 89 cents for at uh yeah those are great you, f- you freeze them up yeah because they don't add water to it you throw them in that chest cavity you could still put them in the uh, trash bag if you want to keep everything clean and keep other hair and other stuff off
2: Hey, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to The Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. uh, Or right now, live on The Outdoor Zone radio network, or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on The Outdoor Zone all right welcome back it's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse hello ranch hands. this is your deer shooting flannel gigging dove blasting hog and bass catching mountain climbing fly fishing four-wheeling adrenaline junkie outdoor zone radio show broadcast from the bunkhouse yeah that's right lock and load y'all archery country one of the fastest growing sports in the country is archery. In Central Texas, there's only one true archery shop, and that's Archery Country. The staff and owners at Archery Country are not part-time shooters; they are avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. If you're looking for something, your kids, the folks at Art for your kids, the folks at Archery Country know all about the tournaments and school programs. They coach kids and hold classes regularly. Archery Country has Austin's only full-size range. How about a crossbow? Archery Country has the best brands and all the gear to get you up and hunting with a crossbow. Find them at 8121 Research Boulevard. Get all the information. Days they're open, times they're open, uh, and uh, classes and events they're ha- having there at AustinArcheryCountry.com. AustinArcheryCountry.com. Um, So we're talking about the
5: 12 things that cause venison to taste terrible. Uh, Number three, shot the wrong deer, meaning that, uh, you know, you're always looking for the proper management. You look for the oldest buck in the herd and you shoot it. Well, it's probably not going to taste the best. Of course, it's completely edible. It's good to use in certain situations. But if you're looking for straight venison steaks or something like that, you know, you probably need to choose a different variety than the oldest buck. Man,
4: you'd have to have quite a uh, palate to distinguish the difference once you process it or if you I don't let so, it though. water i think so yeah, yeah. i don't I, notice I don't, yeah. a
2: huge difference now freezer
4: burn that's a whole different story but yeah i don't know man there's other ways you get hamburger I, I guess you're talking about straight up just you know like yeah, medallions or i'm something. not talking
5: about like sausage where you grind it up and mix it with
4: half a pig dude all backstrap tastes the same i think but well, I because Y'all
5: wrap it in bacon and <laughs> stuff it full of cheese. Now, of course, I'll tell you, you can eat a, I'll tell you a that. cardboard that way. So
2: you're right though, because uh, your brother cooked a deer steak last night, just a just mm-hmm. a flat steak, and no bacon on it, no anything, and he did he killed it. Yeah, and it was good. Yeah, and, uh, and you, gotta cook you know, it right. Uh, but you got to cook time, it right. Man. You got to know how to cook it. Yeah. Uh, number four: failure to age or purge
5: the deer. Um, you know, a lot of people, we talked about this, kind of goes in the icing thing. We don't mm-hmm. have the option to hang a deer for a long period of time unless you got a cooler, uh, uh, you know, a true hanging cooler um, here in Texas. It gets too warm. But the thing to do is to keep the little uh, drain open yep. on and your cooler. You can put ice in it drain so it doesn't just it. turn yep. into a big ice water bath. I'd- it I, actually drains and just keeps it cool.
2: So our buddy and Rick McGee in Virginia, they hang all their deer for weeks on yeah. end. And I remember one time I w- had some elk and had big ice chests. Uh, we'd been elk hunting, and we were driving back, and they had big ice chests. And we were doing that. We were you know purging them out. And I we pulled up at a Dairy Queen to eat, and we came back out. And behind the truck was this huge puddle of blood. <laughs> and it was dripping down the bumper and all that stuff. And I just thought... Oh, we better get out of here. They're <laughs> going to be thinking we have
4: <laughs> the one the where do they the get bag. all the
5: um, food for Burger King well, right the, there in the parking lot? Yeah.
4: So, the one thing I learned, though, is that the blood is really what gives the taste, right? So, if you're you know, that wild gamey taste, it's all about the blood that's trapped in dirty
5: there. knives and power saws. Absolutely clean your knives and your blades on your no saw Yep. Hey, always use the saw Number six, poor trimming. Uh, meaning, you know, you got all the, you know, the white, uh, stuff on yes, the outside the tendon, you got to get that off, man. It and just, the blue, it makes it hard and chewy and hard to get through. Talon
4: stuff. Man. Uh, the yep.
2: burger number seven, the burger is too lean. So, so mostly people add, uh, they go to H E B or whatever and they get some fat and they add it to it. Or you go shoot a hog and you add
4: that's what we've been hog doing. And we've been giving them that hog fat. But, I've learned that you grind alongside of your uh, hamburger, you grind bacon ends, you know, that oh, you can yeah. buy in the a you can big Big bucket. old bag, yeah. And you add 5% back in. Mm, Come mm, on. Number
5: mm. eight, use a cut rate processor, a good processor. No. One that's
4: going to use... Don't do this. Yeah. Like, oh, Johnny oh, no, 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 use
5: a good processor. Yeah. Right.
4: Use Johnny somebody G's. that's going to use your gear.
2: We love those guys. Um.
5: Uh, Marinate your deer, so soaking them in marinade or milk. We've or, done that to make it a cool yeah, fajita meat. Proper bagging, packaging, freezing.
4: Yep, straight uh, grab. And then, That's huge, man. Yep, huge.
5: And then getting too fancy, trying to doll up your meat too much. Like you were saying last night, J.M. cooked the perfect deer steak because he did it correctly and did it simple.
4: That's right. Wild game night. I like that. That should be more of that in your household. Where you do a wild game night. All right. It's wild game night every night in my house. Oh, yuck. All right, so this weekend I took some time off from social media and it produced a quote. Live from the inside out, not from the outside in.
5: Woo! I like it. This week's Bible verse comes from Psalms 3418. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. I'll see you this week. Uh,
2: lake Travis is my lake of choice probably this week. Nice. Hey, hey, uh, this week, folks, we want to encourage you to get a kid off the couch. Take him for a walk in the park. Show him the birds to the trees. Heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get him into the great outdoor zone. Today is Sunday. I want to encourage you to find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere, men. Get your family out to church. Hey, we're going to be at the Flies and Flames Expo. Please come out there and visit with us. We want to see you out there. Uh, We're all headed to church. Uh, Hope to see you guys there. These two guys are headed to church, and I'm going to go to the Flies and Flames Expo. Uh, Road Rash, thank you very much. Young man, you are a stud, and you get here and make sure things happen. To everybody out there, God bless. See you next week. Regulators, ranch hands, let's all mount up. Country folks
1: can I had a good friend in New York City. He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly. My grandpa taught me how to live off the land And his taught him to be a business man He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights And I'd send him some homemade wine But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For forty-three dollars my friend lost his life Love to spit some beach, nothing in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old forty-five Cause the country boy can survive Country folks can survive And little towns all around this land and We can scan a buck and run a trot line And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive